Hello, everybody, and welcome to Insane Rhetoric. We are so happy you decided to come and join us today. We have a great topic for you today, and we know you will love it as much as we do. So come on in and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. We back Good this morning. morning. Good morning, Insane Rhetoric. What's going on? What's going on? How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. <laughs> so, what's going on today? Well, first of all, uh, how was your weekend? My weekend was fine. Was it? Yeah. I had some. I had some. I, I had talked to you over the weekend, and then you told me some news about some idiot coming onto our uh, our Twitter feed and was trying to go ham. Oh, <laughs> so 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 what was what was the deal? Oh, yeah, he was coming for me because I'm the only one on Insane Rhetoric. You know, that's what. Okay, white people, y'all get ready to get mad at me again, but see. This is a symptom of what we're talking about. And the man is 70 years old, so he in that vibe. He in that vibe. Okay. So You mean he's an old plantation owner, that vibe you mean? <laughs> oh, okay, I got it. So he didn't like what we had to say about, about Dr. Carol Swain and the fact that critical race theory does exist. It's not taught in the schools, but it is a it is a system that is of mentality. It is a system of mentality that does exist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. He didn't like what we had to say about Dr. Carol Swain, who says that, you know, we need to stop talking about critical race theory. Now she is a woman who benefited from all the things that civil rights gave us. The fight for civil rights gave us. But she now says that those types of thoughts in white people don't exist. And to talk about it now keeps us in a slave mentality. Now, we don't disagree in that there are things that, because you've heard me say it on this show, there are things that are slave mentality and we need to stop thinking in certain ways. However, if the shoe fits, wear it. If a duck quacks, it quacks. There are people in this country and abroad who systematically, sometimes knowingly and sometimes not knowingly, sometimes the not knowingly is because it's just in the way that they were raised. They, they, this is the way they think is right. Okay? They do things that would separate Black children and make Black children feel like they are less than. And they start early. It is 
it is a true thing that actually happened. Yeah, that's that's true. So like, what's what's the? So he he got mad because we was because we was talking about Carol Swain. What's this fool's name again? I call Steve. him. I call him the uh, the imitation senator. His name is Steve Carlson. He Steve ran. He's he ran for uh, senator a couple of times there in in uh, Minnesota. A good old place where they like to kill black folks. Okay, and he lost. He refers why. to himself on Twitter as a Trumpocrat. I tried to look him up. And I found nowhere where he was ever a senator, but his tag, his name on Twitter is Senator, Senator Steve Carlson. Probably because he wasn't a sen, he was in a sitting, sitting, a sitting senator. So I think he was running for senator several times, but he lost each time. That don't make you a senator. That make you a runner. And he says he knows Dr. Carol Swain, so he was taken up for her. He was calling me out as if the two of us were not on this program talking about her. So, again, back to my first statement. Let me finish my first statement. He's that all-white guy who attacks the black woman because he's scared of the black man. Okay, y'all can get mad at me again (laughs) and say what you got to say. But uh, he began to, on Twitter... Tell me about my black history. And my parents and my teachers when I was growing up were very clear that I needed to know and understand my history and my country's history. And I needed to understand current events and what was going on. So I've been doing this for a long time. And I taught my children to do that. So he felt like he needed to correct me and then he was correcting me wrong because anyone who would say that there was uh what was that wait a minute what was the what how did he say it he talked about separate but equal Mm -hmm. and how that was a good thing for black people man go sit up and go sit down and shut up that's my new thing now when I want to say something. Shut up. Yeah, he he he's uh he he's uh uh quite stupid and uh quite retarded, I might add. Y'all notice <laughs> I didn't correct him this time. Um <laughs> just I saying. normally I normally correct him when he uses that word. Yeah. But I didn't if you notice I didn't correct him this time. Yeah, like listen. This, well, I I haven't seen any responses to the imitation senator. So apparently, you know, I I went over and uh, tweeted a couple of things and and put some things in order, and then I invited him on the show. I ain't heard nothing back from. Well, him. we haven't heard back from him because he need to come on and let us take him on. Yeah, he ain't he ain't trying to do that. I mean, you don't want that. He felt like he needed to school me on the birthplace of the GOP. Sir, I know all about that area yeah. up there. Yeah, he, he see cuz clearly you haven't listened to this this show, sir, because if you go back and listen, 
I make reference to the fact that I study history, military history, which would include civil, the Civil War. Right. Like I, I, I have said on this show that I studied that, and I, and I said on this show why I studied that, how I became to like, how it came that I, that I began to like military history. I think both both of us reference what we think about history and how we study those things. So uh, clearly he didn't, he jumped off into some water that was too deep for his height. So, uh, (laughs) well, I mean, a 70 year old man that was up all night because that that was posted at midnight. (laughs) And he jumped on it right away and had 12 tweets. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, sir, thank you for putting us on the map. Right. We appreciate your marketing ability. Because <laughs> we, we accept all marketing abilities and uh, skill set, and even yours as low as it is. We, <laughs> and we your, appreciate. And your, and your you. understanding of uh, the critical race theory and Black history that pertains to Blacks. The only thing you probably know is a good old whip and somebody being tied to a tree on a plantation. So now you can hear I said that my co-host Faye didn't say that since you acknowledged her by her name like you knew who she was (laughs) or is. I'm going to tell you clearly and openly once again, uh, Mr. Plantation, Invitation Senator Man, don't come for nobody on insane rhetoric unless you really want to have that fight on this platform. Have a nice day. Moving on. So in other news here at Insane Rhetoric, y'all, we told y'all, listen, one more thing on that. We told y'all, don't come for us. We tell y'all that at the end of each show, don't come for us, okay? Because we ain't got to agree with nothing the world is saying. Insane Rhetoric talk about what we want to talk about because that's what we want to talk about the way we want to talk about it. That's it. The end. The end. Okay. Now on, now on to the beginning. Let's move. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, man, did you see the three or four people that fell off the outside of the plane in Afghanistan? Mm-mm. But let me move my palm tree in because this looks like it's gonna be <laughs> like I'm gonna have to hide behind some of this foolery. What happened? So wow. So the situation, so the situation that I understand to be uh happening in Afghanistan right now is that the United States has been in Afghanistan for over 20 plus years, training their military, training their police, training all their security and everything that needs to be trained. Now they're finally pulling out of Afghanistan because they 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 see the value to some degree of uh, Americans' lives over there. So they're pulling out is what I understand. And now uh bin laden and his uh regime is rising up again taking over uh the country so so uh so 
Bin Laden's supposed to be dead. Our black president got him, like he promised. I'm just saying, but no, his I, people. But yes. I'm just, yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you his know, people. All, all Taliban look alike, like they say all black people look alike. Okay, <laughs> you need to stop. You really need to stop that. Okay, so yes, we've been there all along, mm-hmm. but basically moved in. But we kind of moved in after 9 11. Yeah. So that would make it right on the 20 mark. Yeah. Okay. So and that's time foolery too. You know that, right? But that's another. Don't that's get a, me started on that. That's that's a whole. Don't, don't get me Democrat. started on that because those people's lives didn't have to go behind that. Like, pre listen, pre nine eleven, it listen. was some tomfoolery that went on, and those people did they did not have to lose their family members and loved ones. None of that. None of that. But tell me this: How do you go from declaring war on terror to going to get Bin Laden and your focus is on Saddam Hussein in Iran. See, I told you I didn't want to talk about that. That I told you I didn't want to yeah. All right, come on, come on, come on. That's another episode. I was just, I was just, that was just a plug. Because that was amazing to me. They didn't nobody like, really, really, really just talk about it. But it was so amazing to me that we right. was supposed to be going to get Bin Laden, and then we was looking for Saddam Hussein. Right. And people don't realize why we was looking for Saddam Hussein. Right, right. That I mean, he, he he was committing crimes against humanity. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And yeah, he'd been doing that, it for a long time. But, but, but that wasn't the reason. That, that wasn't, wasn't the reason for the fall of the towers. Right. That wasn't and even, the Pentagon. He wasn't, even, he wasn't even on the scope. They was trying to get the Pentagon that day and the towers. Yeah. 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 I mean, so whatever. Like, I said, that's a whole other thing. I I mean, because I looked at that, I was like, yeah, how can you not see this? Yeah. Well, what's up? What's up? So what, Afghanistan. Okay, so you're right. You know they've been trying to pull the pull the troops out since Obama was there. Obama was trying to pull the troops out. Okay, that didn't happen. Yeah, we knew they weren't gonna let him pull nobody out. Okay, so and then we had. This last administration, full of Republicans and a president who's a warmonger, and you know, no foreign policy whatsoever, none, just a bunch of bullying. Listen, and every time, every time he had to do a signing, he he didn't never read that stuff. He just signed off. <laughs> He didn't never read them them top secret documents. He didn't never read that. I don't think he can read. So you know, in, listen, anybody. I'm sure Biden will make his mistakes. He's been in politics for a long time. He's been making mistakes for a long time. But you cannot, just like you can't blame the economy on the on the current president. You can't blame this on the current president either, because this is remnants of the last administration. I don't care what you say. Don't call me with that tomfoolery. Our last president, y'all know I call him Voldemort, was not good with foreign relations at all. He dumped us even further in the trash than we were. He ain't good with domestic relations. (sighs) So, Okay, we got so much going on here. We pretty much 
just think about it. If you think about all the stuff that's going on right now in America, we pretty much got our own civil war right now. Okay. Uh, we, we we don't want to name who we're fighting against because we pretty much know shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like from sea to shining sea, like, oh my goodness. It's I mean, we have so much to fight for and against here in this country, and people are dying senselessly and poverty and just so much stuff happening in the United States. Do we really need to keep sending our young men and women over somewhere to fight for somebody else's freedoms? Yeah, probably not, especially when you're not free here. I mean, couldn't they be used somewhere else, especially with, look, listen. How about in the United States? Listen. So he's pulling them out. Now the Republicans want to jump up and, you know, they want to be Billy Bad now. Okay. Really? You got something to say now? You've been sitting dormant. You've been sitting dormant. Well, I mean, of course they're going to sit dormant. Guess, Guess who goes to war? People who are impoverished. I, I I don't know too many people who of good stature who has sent their kids off the war for senators and 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 Republicans, Democrats, governors, kids. I don't know none. I don't I don't know none. So yeah, you gonna easily send people who don't have too much over to fight so they can make a little bit of change come back with some benefits quote unquote that they can't even use as veterans and then you mistreat them like they second class citizens so we're gonna send them over there to die and then not only are they over there dying for some people that's not they people but they you know you know they standing up for the world right 90 percent of the world's heroin comes from poppies grown in afghanistan yep so they got money they got money absolutely Absolutely. That's that's probably the only reason the United States went over there. They got money. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just saying. They got money. So, listen. So, he pulling them out. And the Taliban, because our Voldemort former president wasn't doing what he needed to do over there last four years, the Taliban just been sitting and waiting. So, Nah, they coming back strong, full force. And they just over there just terrorizing those people. And the people were running down the runway. It was thousands of them. Man, you should have seen it. It was thousands of them running down the, the runway next to the plane. The plane could have, the, the man, the, look, the plane could have actually ran over some of them people. It was so many people. You know what? I'm going to tell you like this. This they ain't was, funny. This ain't funny. This ain't funny. But if the United States don't, if the United States don't get China their money, it's gonna be like that over here. Look, <laughs> them people was jumping up on the plane, trying to go with the plane as the plane was flying off. They was gonna die anyway once they got to a certain altitude. If they still held on, they was gonna die anyway. They couldn't breathe they up there. The, not if they get, if they held on to the wheels 
and they pulled the wheels up, the landing gear up, they would have made it. Because they would have made it. Yeah, they it, it, it's compressed. So, but, but they was hanging on, and as you saw the plane ascend, you saw a little speck. It was like two, three of them just fell down from the air, and you saw them plummet to the ground. This how these people trying to get away. They do not want to be there now that the Taliban is out of control. Worse sound than like, they were in 2011, man. They out of control. Sound, sound like black people in the United States. <laughs> they, they just don't want to be there. <laughs> not all, you know, because some are doing very well, but I mean, the ones who were being profiled and a bunch of other things, yeah, I, yeah, they probably don't want to be there. Yeah, that's that's pretty messed up. But that's why I think I think you should have uh, government should not be able to go over to other governments and police their people. I don't agree with that. You know, um, I understand allies. I understand that, but to be an Occupy decades, you know, I don't, I don't think that would be, I think you should train the people and then get out if that's what you're going to do. But to be over there 20 years, man, that's a, you didn't, you didn't, 20, 25 years, you didn't, you didn't just been over there as long as some millennials have been on the earth. You know, I mean, you you basically moved into that country, like they move into any country. I mean, you know, I I, I don't know. I I think it's I think it's a, a sad a sad sight though. I think that's really sad. So, back to what my co-host was referring to. Here's here's the layout of the problem. So you had Bin Laden and the 9-11 attack. And the Taliban gave him safe haven. And he kept recruiting Afghan fighters through, through the Taliban. So here's the problem. George W. Bush, he just kind of abandoned Afghanistan and turn to this huge, huge, huge attempt to go toward Iraq. And he went after, what's his name? Saddam Hussein. Okay, so now you get Barack Obama in there and he, he gets the focus back on Afghanistan, but what he got? He got the Pentagon and Republicans forcing him kind of like saying, okay, don't pull out all at once. Because that's what Obama actually really wanted to do was just pull out right away. And they were like, no, just, you know, just kind of control it little by little. Don't pull out right away. Okay. So they never really left the country. And as they continue to stay, the popularity of America decreased. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you have the rise of the Tea Party and Voldemort, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as we know, Voldemort wasn't doing anything that his party normally would do. Right. So it probably would have at least stayed where we where it could have been controlled. But he wasn't doing anything he could do. And he was supposed to be making a deal to get him get out. He was making deals with the Taliban and he was doing all this stuff. Okay. He inviting them to Camp David. How do you make a deal with the devil? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> I mean, you got a people who doesn't mind destroying themselves to destroy other people. How do you fight an enemy that's not afraid to die? Because an enemy who's not afraid to die, you will never win that type of fight. Especially when they go in and killing our citizens behind your back. I don't. That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, how do you think that that is ever going to work? It won't. It will not work. You know. I mean. You got to think about the people, the the lifestyle that them people have, you know, and not all of them are poor and impoverished, but what do they have, you know, and then compare it to the, the United States and how they live and people don't want to lose what they got out. They, they'll put down, they, they'll put the United people in the United States will put down their, 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 <laughs> their belief system to protect the material things that they have. But you have a country that doesn't work like that and are are not afraid of dying and will kill you in the process. How do you think you're going to beat them? And, 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 you know, you can say what you will about Biden, but I, I, I kind of have to agree with his statement that after 20 years, and this is a quote, after 20 years, it's up to the Afghans to decide their own future. This is a fight for Afghans, not another generation of American boys and girls. He didn't say the and girls part. Yeah, I figured that was an add on. A perpetual deployment was not in the security interest of the United States. I mean, 20 years, a trillion dollars, a trillion dollars, 200, I mean, sorry, 2,300 Americans. Come on. It's more than time. We can't help Americans here who have been out of work for a year and a half, but you could spend a trillion dollars to kill our boys and girls over there in Afghan for some people who don't like us. Right. At until all. until until they, they realize them. 
They what, need what's help. the saying? You don't know what you miss until it's gone. You don't miss your water till your well runs dry. It's a song, ain't it? Yeah. Shaka Khan got a song? A couple of them. Okay. So listen. Now the citizens see the American troops leaving. And they want us to stay so badly. They jumping on the plane in droves. Don't go. Take us with you. They're going to do horrible things to us when you leave. You've been there 20 years and your forces can't fight the Taliban? Yeah. And this 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 idea that we have to continue to teach them military strategy, which they turn around and use on us. Yeah, what? that's another problem. That's the, <laughs> I, I, and then hey. you keep wanting to kill our sons and daughters. Listen, listen, you can't have it both ways. You just can't. At this point, at this point, America been there longer than the British was there and the Russians was there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, all right, so forget them. Let's move on to the next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Afghan people, Afghan people, those of you who truly are just, you know, citizens of that area and just like are scared witless, we do, we do think of you, okay? Like, you're not in the military. You just some lady raising your kids over there and you can't walk the streets because you ain't got a two-year-old boy to walk the streets with you. Like, we feel for you. Please, we do. We we feel for you and we pray for you. Listen, whatever y'all's voting system is over there. Voting system? They don't have one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, y'all got to figure out how to get y'all military to take care of y'all because we just can't. Our backs are breaking here. Our backs are breaking to be the world's police. We love y'all. I'm telling you, here in Insane Rhetoric, if you're just a regular citizen, you're just trying to make ends meet. Ends never meet. We, And they never meet. That would be correct. But we, we down for you. Okay, we just can't come over there and protect your household today. We we can't. Sorry, we trying to protect our own. We sorry. I got to worry about somebody coming in here at my house, trying to like, man. Anybody could just break down the door and come in here start shooting. Especially not since we look. We two weeks away from Texas being able to just go get a gun. I did you go get your gun yet? Not yet. I don't What's know what kind of get, but I need to go get one. So we love you. We love you, citizens of Afghan who are not into tomfoolery. We love y'all. Okay. Uh what you think about? Oh, so we gotta do some more research on this cat, but he might need to go up on our wall. I don't know. Is he dead? No. Okay, I'm talking so about he's a police are you talking officer. About the police officer well, I'm like, His wow. name is Officer Brandon Hanks. We got to do some more research. We got to do some more research. Make sure he ain't. Why is he in the news? Let's talk. Let's start there. So he's an officer in Syracuse, New York. Ugh. <laughs> What's wrong with Syracuse? Just go, go ahead and move on. That's all. <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew somebody that was from Syracuse. Well, one of the prominent schools, Syracuse, New York, is Syracuse. The school of Syracuse is there. So, I mean, yeah, the university is a prominent school. Now, go ahead. So, you know. What He's he 28 do? years old. He's 28 years old. Mm -hmm. Young man, 28 years old. And, well, he is known in the town for, and he's a native of Syracuse. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's known in the town because he, so he goes to a particular playground and he hangs out with the children in the, in the area. And he drives a Maserati. And the kids are like, wow, I never knew police officers to have a car like that. Ooh. Maseratis are relatively cheap now. So, I mean, yeah, well, I okay. Well, if they just think about it, if they saying that in this area of the town, they, I mean, they may not. You can go buy a Maserati. They ain't as pricey as they used to be. Okay. If someone is saying that, they're probably near the poverty level and don't have an idea of that. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, I get you. you okay. It ain't, so, going, it ain't like going to buy a Lamborghini no more. He hangs out in this particular area of town, mm -hmm. and he plays basketball at the community center and on the on the court with the kids. And he spends, he spends a great deal of time doing that. He might be out there for an hour or two playing with ball with them. Okay. And he speaks the lingo. You know, you know how some of us know how to speak the Queen's English and be shoo shoo. And then we're bilingual in that. We can speak Ebonics too. And be like, what up? So. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's what he does. When he goes to this area of town, he speaks the way, he speaks that language. And he gets along with the with the children there and he motivates the people there. So why is he in the news? That's what I need to get to. Well, so he came up for a position on a special gang and drug enforcement task. Oh, that's that's typical. And he was not granted the position. So why they ain't give it to him? Well, he believes it was because he was black. That's what that's what he believes. And some of the white officers, um, there were allegations that. He was like a bad cop taking money, selling drugs, because mm. he spent a lot of time in the area. He had he he knew some gang people. He had you know close relationships with gang people. Well, and, that's probably why they didn't give him the position because, and I know this 
personally because I know people who are police police officers in my family. So the reason they probably didn't do that is because he had ties with people that he would probably have to bust. The reason that police, the 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 government of police do not put people in neighborhoods that they grew up in because they think that it would show favoritism and that you would not arrest arrest a person that you know. I can see the point in that to some degree. And um, in another, I think it's bad because then you're dropping people off into a neighborhood who doesn't know the demographics of the neighborhood who doesn't know the people who doesn't know the jargon and then you have a breakdown of communication so i can see it one way i can also see it another but the reason he probably didn't is because he used to be affiliated with games and different things and the fact that you, it sound, do you know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like to me, this is a modern day uh, uh, um, uh, Denzel Washington training day. You pull up in a Monte Carlo, he pulls up in a Maserati. You, you young, you black, you, you know all the people on the street. <laughs> well, this is what the white colleagues accused him of. He was supposedly a gang member, allegedly a gang member and narcotics trafficker. He has known associations with gang members and convicted criminals. As well as anybody does. Trace anybody's history. I guarantee you, they be it blue collar or white collar, you know some criminals. Get the hell out of here. They don't like him because he listens to rap music. He's they white. don't like him because he uses profan because using profanity in the songs and because of a tattoo of a Tupac track that he has on his left arm. The the quote from Tupac is only God can judge me. And he would be right. Well, that's all of these things are the things that the white officers well, so what? So what? So that's how many, why how, he's how saying many, how, how many Aryan Nation tattoos do they have on them? How many swastikas do they have on them? <laughs> oh. Well, how? he brought he brought a he brought a, a lawsuit against a federal lawsuit against these white colleagues, the city, and the police department as blatant and extreme racism so he is he still a police and they say it's a jim crow culture against black officers he is, is on he... active duty he's seeking 33 million in damages from the discrimination complaint and he's seeking reforms so that black officers in syracuse have increased employment and trading opportunities yeah. All right. I have to get your money, homeboy. That's a <laughs> that's an uphill battle. That's an uphill battle. Now, if you would have let him beat you over the head, you probably would have got it faster. He got an honor from the city for for the way he hang out with him and play one on one basketball in 2019. But see, that's what I'm saying though. 
you know, you're talking about you want to help the community and you want to be a part of the community. And one of your officers that does that and is out there and moving and grooving with the people, now you got a problem because he's doing something that you're not or that you cannot do because you don't know what the style of the culture is. Now, how many of those white officers, probably none, because ain't none of them got no damn rhythm going out to playing basketball in their neighborhood park or hanging out with the kids over in their neighborhood park? Probably zero. He says, this is his quote from him. That's why I act the way I act and talk the way I talk, because people from my community that do not have anything can relate to that. It motivates other people behind me to want to be successful the right way. Yeah, That's what I he would, said. I would, I would probably sue them too. I would probably sue them too because, you know, like for you to just try to bring up accusations because white boy, you don't listen to Tupac or you don't know nothing about Tupac and I got a tattoo on my arm on saying saying something that's true which only God can judge me who the hell are you you ain't nobody <laughs> he has he's been on the police force for five years and the and only listen, problem and the only ahead. problem he has had is with these white colleagues saying something that they have a notion has none of that been founded that's slander that's def- defamation of character you can get he, he's right in his right to sue them for that well so they told a story in the same article they told the story about he was at a hotel there in the town and um an employee of the hotel walked up to him and you know was like saying like trying very hard to say make sure he said hello and all of this and he's the 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 employee was like so you don't remember me do you and you stopped me you stopped me in a traffic stop right mm-hmm. because i had a act uh there was a uh uh active warrant mm-hmm. something stupid i had done i'm doing better now is what the guy said like he's basically saying thank you because had you not done that man like he was shaking his hand and like right yeah man like i just i I say yeah yeah it's 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 cool it's cool so we Uh, got to do a little bit more research but we might need to put this young man on our on our web page for good police in the community yes yeah so Anyway, we're going to close out, y'all. Y'all, we, we see y'all next time. Yeah, we we, we might be back later. <laughs> <laughs> but as for right now, you can uh, check us out on uh, Spotify, uh, iHeart, Google Podcasts. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on all the major platforms. You can hit us up at our website at insane rhetoric with a K.com. And you can leave comments on our Real Talk page. I'm going to say it in a nutshell. She will call the police 
and no time foolery um we want to give a shout out to uh the unnamed senator that never sat nowhere <laughs> uh we're still waiting on you sir uh in regards to um dr carl sway to contact us so we can put you on our platform and tell you a new asshole so that being said <laughs> that being said remember to enjoy the ride that is insane and i said it again insane rhetoric y'all have a nice day bye y'all hello everybody and thank you so much for joining us today we hope you had as much fun as we did discussing this episode sometimes these topics are hard and sometimes they're just so funny we can't help ourselves but as always remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric we'll see you next time <laughs>